entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 349. And it's Tuesday, December 22nd. 2020. So Merry Christmas to everyone. We'll get that out of the way so that Ugh. if we do forget at the end of the episode, it's, Got that it's, out of the it's way. handled. Yep. Uh, today we have a special guest joining us. Um, he was here a few weeks ago, but he's back again. And this time he's here to talk <laughs> about where does it come from or where does it mean? Where does it mean? Theodore is here. Theodore, welcome. Thank you for having me again. And so we're going to do that uh, old segment, which you new listeners might not even know what we're talking about, but we'll explain it when we get there. <coughs> and then we're also going to discuss Theodore. Uh, he's a collector. Of and certain items. Of certain items. Yeah. And we're going to discuss that as well, how to get into it. How to get um, out of it. A, maybe, a, maybe a warning <laughs> of not getting into it. Well, yeah. So, was there any do feedback? We, do, yeah, do we have any feedback? Uh, well, first of all, let's do a where does it mean while I look at the feedback. Do, all right. or why, while I check for feedback. And Theodore, do you want to explain what where does it mean, what that segment is? So what it is is common phrases or uh, things that we use and don't really know what they mean or where they come from. So we kind of com- the title doesn't really make sense, but it's where does it come from and what does it mean combined together. That's why it's where is it from, right? Where does it yeah. mean? Where does it mean? <laughs> okay, I wrote it wrong down. Okay, anyway. So what's our first one? So the first one, I might have done this before, but this is sandwich. And we were discussing this, I forget who, with family, I think, where this comes from. But um, Well, hold on. Usually the way this works is Leighton and I take a a jab at guessing. I forgot about that. Guessing where it came from and what it originally meant. So sandwich is two words put together. Yes. Like butterfly. (laughs) Where does that come from? That's maybe next week we'll find out. Ooh. Uh, sandwich. What's another word for sandwich? Uh, I mean, burger is a type of sandwich. I would say a panini. Um, that's a, like a toasted a, sandwich. A sub, kind of. It's like a. Ob- well, that's a sub oblong, sandwich. Oblong Isn't sandwich. It? Sandwich. I'm guessing it has actually has nothing to do with sand. Which or which like the choice which I'm guessing it's actually someone's name that derived from someone's name who made this type of food popular, probably in the early uh, twelve twelve hundreds or or fifteen hundreds somewhere in that area. So someone's name is where I'm guessing which guessing. <clears throat> Layton, what do you think? Uh, actually, if I remember right, it is a person's name. Because I, I, I think that I looked into this one time or, or something. But, yeah, I do think it has something to do with the, the person that invented it. Uh, yeah, their their name had sandwich, I think. Yes, you are correct. Yes. yes. Um, but, Ruben, you went back a little too far. So this is from, like, seven, mid-1700s is when this was popular popularized in England. So the definition of a sandwich is two pieces of bread with something in between. So you can't have like a cracker. Well, I guess cracker be bread. An Oreo sandwich. An Oreo is not a sandwich. It's not two pieces of bread. Does that make sense? 
Just because something's smushed in between something else doesn't make it a sandwich. It has to be bread. Yes. But but you can sandwich something. Yeah, but that's pretty much just like a a, a verb. verb from this. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends how strict you are on definitions, but you can't so, I'm you surprised. can't call an Oreo a sandwich. However, an Oreo is uh, frosting that is sandwiched between two chocolate cookies. Yeah, true. <laughs> I wonder, was this really the first time in the 1700s that someone thought about putting meat or lettuce or cheese on two pieces of bread? Well, before, they were well, all just, just sand. <laughs> no. It was probably like no second second, second piece of bread <laughs> on top. They were all just like topless uh, sandwiches. <laughs> Single-sided. Well, yes. I think they would more eat stuff separately. Um, like the loaves and fishes that the boy bought to Jesus, they would just probably eat the fishes separately and the loaves and not put them inside of the. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Yeah, possibly. So, was it, did he have a restaurant, or how did this become popularized? No, so it's kind of a legend, but it also is. I mean, it's pretty well like true. But um, he was a heavy gambler. Oh, and he was at the. It's at time the, to stop eating sandwiches. <laughs> they're evil. <laughs> he was at he was at the gambling table and he was hungry and he was so into this game that he didn't want to leave and eat his food. So he told one of his servants. I forgot to mention this guy was the Earl of Sandwich. So his uh. name was John Montague, and he was the fourth Earl of Sandwich. And so he was playing gambling. Told his servant, "Go get me some food and just slap it on the bread so I can hold it." Without getting like my hands messy wow. and still play this gambling game, so that's where it comes from. It all originated from gambling. So yeah, like you said, we should stop eating sandwiches as good Mennonites. All right, that is interesting that it uh, it was more. It wasn't about the flavor or about the combination. It was about the the efficiency of eating food, mm-hmm, the convenience, or the convenience. So now, question: If so, if a sandwich is the definition, is something between two pieces of bread then is a hamburger like a type of sandwich a sandwich i would call that a type of sandwich yes okay okay that's interesting yeah i mean i agree but i always think just like a sub is a type of sandwich a sub is a kind of sandwich but i see a sub as much more of a sandwich than a big mac really actually how come is a big mac a sandwich still I would because it has bread in between. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, a deluxe sandwich. Okay, it's like a sand sandwich. <laughs> a sand and witch. It's a ditch witch. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's just interesting. I'm thinking of all the things that like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I looked around uh, our social media. I, I checked the Business Suite app. And that was fun. Behold, there were no new comments. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, no, no feedback this week. So, I had something really interesting happen on Saturday. Uh, me and Ruben and Theodore... And some other people went through a course by Donald Miller. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> it was uh, riveting. Helpful. <laughs> <clears throat> it. W- I felt intentional. That's good. Yeah. You can't ask for much more than that. 
Yeah, you can. But a life, <laughs> a life with, with intention mm, sounds fulfilling. It, it a, a life that is yeah. Meaningful. I mean, although you know, you could argue that you know some people's intentions may not be fulfilling. He yeah. he stressed more meaning Correct. than intention. So. Yes. And his definition of meaning is a good definition. What uh, what's if someone would be interested in it? What is the course, or how would they partake? Uh, I would say, well, oh, uh, first of all, I should say the, the the course that we went through is called Hero on a Mission. That's the name of the course, um, and you can gain access to uh, all of Donald Miller's courses on Business Made Simple University dot com. Just Business Made Simple dot com. Oh. Did, did they get rid of the university thing? That's the name. It's Business Made Simple University is the organization. The name of the, oh, okay. But the web address, the, uh, the domain name is businessmadesimple.com. Okay. I would say maybe a better avenue to get to Donald Miller is maybe through Ruben. It's just like if you at all know Ruben, then you'll know about Donald Miller. So if you just get close to him, then. It's true. You know, I don't even talk about him that much. Uh, uh, uh. On a regular basis. Maybe. Every time I see you, you bring something up about goals. Yeah, but and that, it all that isn't necessarily just about. He, Donald. No, well, Donald Miller has pretty much trademarked the word goal. Goals. Yeah, he owns that. He, we're actually paying him every time we say goals. The podcast is yep. losing money. <laughs> gotta say, gotta stop saying that word. Um, no, I, so we went through this course here on a mission, and I'd say it's it's basically about how to live. A life of meaning and purpose, um, and and the way you do that is by accomplishing goals, accomplishing things that you want to get done in your lifetime. But just to elaborate a little bit, not just goals as in like work. It could be relational stuff too. Well, or some people have relationship goals, or or spiritual things, spiritual goals. Yeah. And the reason I think it's actually a great program is because it, it breaks down. It does help you figure out what is important yes. in your life and <coughs> and then break that down in bite-sized chunks. So maybe like part of the, the, the process is like writing down in 10 years, what is your goal or vision for your career, for your spiritual life, for your family? And then you break it down into what about five years from now? And then what about one year from now? We were going through it with uh, with someone, and, and we kind of felt like maybe they should have had loftier 10-year goals. And the, the one thing – I was actually just thinking about this today, and I wrote it down in my French press notebook because I wanted, I wanted to bring it up, but I wasn't sure if it would be relevant or if it would be – if it would if I'd be able to bring it up organically in a conversation. Uh, br- bring up <clears throat> the, the lack of high goals that this individual had? Well <laughs> – Or about or this course. Bring up how can you – figure out what your big ambitions or goals are. Like maybe you don't know how, like maybe you're not even sure what they are. And he has steps in the course that help you help you figure it out. But I was thinking, what if you ask your, uh, your friends what they think? Or I think it's helpful to ask your friends what they think your, your vision is for life or like your, what your big dreams are for life. Big dreams or, or just like what are your interests? Yeah. What gives you the fizz? Yeah. Never heard that. You've never heard that? 
we don't have time. I'll <laughs> no. talk about it later. I'll, I'll but make what do you, what do you think about that? If I would, this individual in particular, <laughs> if uh, if you would if you would speak into his life and say, what what do you think his interests are, or what do you think his his, I would his say purpose in life or like things that he's drawn to, but like kind of the direction he's heading. If, if he's like, oh, yeah. all I want to do is just get a raise in the next couple of years. And um, I would say, I would say, listen, uncle Larry, <laughs> if you think that just running equipment and renting it out is what you want to do, that's okay. You know, that's good enough. No, we actually weren't. Although, <laughs> Uncle Larry did take it. You guys' dad did take it, but no, that's not what we're talking about. Um, how do you get someone to to think bigger? Basically, is what you're asking. How, how do you get? Well, someone even to... for yourself, if you're thinking, man, I don't even know what I want to do. It like I'm 20 years old, or maybe 16, and I'm just not sure what big things I want to do or feel feel I should do. Yeah. I do you think? I think it's helpful to maybe ask your friends. And the older you are, probably the more value you'll get out of this question than if you're asking your 16-year-old friends. They might not really have thought that much about – some of them might. But but I think when you're – as you get older and your friends get older, they'd probably have a little bit of a better answer. Okay. Uh, I agree. If, if someone you – know, I, I feel like a lot of young people have that, like, predicament. They, like – man, we need to really – We need some oil – Really oil this microphone. Oh, uh, man. That, that stand needs some better goals. <laughs> I agree. I, I think that a lot of young people struggle with you know, what, what am I supposed to – what do I want to do with my life? Uh, especially, you know, uh, kids in high school that are thinking of going to college and they don't know what to go to college for. They don't know what, what to major in, whatever. Uh, and I can't really give that much direction on that. I don't know. Oh, I can give direction on that. <laughs> well, I know you could. I don't even need to know you. And I get <laughs> anyway, no, no, let's not get into opinions. But if you don't, <laughs> if you don't know what you want to do, if you don't know what career you want to have, or yeah, what you want to even aspire to, I'd say get involved. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, and gate like get involved in some organization or try out a job get involved somewhere do something and if you hate it that's okay then get out yeah you don't have to stay there but if you don't know what to try then just try something mm-hmm. try the next available thing that pops up whether it's volunteering somewhere or like if you're if you're not sure like what you want to do ministry wise or if you want to do something that you know, is impactful for God, but you don't know what it is. You don't know what you're supposed to do, but you really, really just want to do something. Then get involved somewhere, volunteer somewhere, or see a need at your church and decide like, oh man, I just see that the church really needs this cleaned or man, the church could, this wall, this paint is chipping somewhere. I, you know what? I could just spend some time painting this. What? Just find a need Mm -hmm. and do it. And if you hate it, well, then just say you don't want to ever do that again. <laughs> but you might really enjoy it, and that could give you some good direction as to what what you want to aspire to. What do you want to dedicate your life doing? Mm-hmm. 
No, that's really good. I think people are scared to uh, try new things because they think they need to be, at least in our area, um, we look, I look down kind of if people job hop a lot. And so people think if you need, if you're going to go start a job, then you better stay there for like 20 years. And so they're scared to try new things. And that's not just in work and a lot of different things. Totally. So, but you can take that to an extreme and not ever commit to stuff, but yeah, there's a good balance. I don't want a job hop, so I'm not even going to get a job. <laughs> so I don't even start that vicious cycle. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. All right, I kind of interjected a, a question in that, but you were kind of you were talking about. I think you were kind of going somewhere with Saturday. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. So yeah, we were over at uh, Uncle Larry's, Ruben's mom and dad's, and uh, we were we went through this course, and then after the course was done, at some point, I visited Theodore's lair. It's it's definitely more than just a Lego room. It's it's a full blown lair. I'm gonna call it that. Uh, and the best way I can describe it is it's just a room. It does have a combination locked door, <laughs> and I don't think it's because it's. At first, I thought like, oh man, he must have some like really really like secret stuff in there. But then I realized, oh, it's probably just to keep like the young kids out. Yeah, to make sure that they don't uh, mess up his Legos. Uh, but he's got shelving in there, and he's got all of the Legos that he's ever assembled. Most of them? Yeah. There's some that you've lost along the way. Yeah, they've gotten destroyed by nephews. <sighs> and so thus we have the combination exactly. lock. How, how, uh, how long have you done Legos? When did you start? Oh, my whole life. I mean, I can't remember when I like first started, but I've been doing it my whole life. He can't even remember his first Lego. <laughs> Wow. I did, remember did that. Did Legos make it in your life plan? Uh, no, not really, because they're already so much a part of it. But, no, <laughs> it's I just assumed. I remember wanting a Lego set that Ruben had gotten, an Indian Lego set. Oh, yeah. I remember I thinking it was the coolest thing. And so my mom bought me one like it, and that ended up getting destroyed then. But I remember oh. that. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Wow. Wow. So, so you do these Legos. You have this, like, dedicated space, which I think is the best way to do it. Like I, I can't. If I would get into Legos, it would be very difficult for me to uh, do them in some in like the living room or something mm-hmm. where the pieces are just always out, and like I'd be so afraid of like a piece getting lost or it getting destroyed or yeah, I just I would want it in a contained environment, mm-hmm. a, a controlled environment, mm-hmm. a greenhouse, if you will. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about the evolution of Legos? Because when I grew up, Legos. Uh, they were all they all had the same parts or pieces and then you'd make different stuff with them but today Legos you can still get those old style Legos but now there's a lot of like, like custom parts for the different sets yeah was that an overnight switch and, and what's do you like one of them better than the other one so there's like there's two different well there's probably three actually different styles so there's like Duplo which is like little kids where they're huge Legos and they don't mix with the other oh. ones at all you know what I mean mm-hmm. they're like massive rib. yeah so they don't swallow them the oh, little kids okay. and then there's technic and then there's like normal lego so technic is not uh like the normal lego pieces that clip together this is a different style of clipping together and you make like way more intricate stuff there's like transmissions in cars that like actually work and there's like suspension that's like adult legos more 
Technic so, is. Now, now, is Technic a brand of Lego? Yeah. I mean, it's Lego still, but it's okay. just like a theme. Okay. Gotcha. Like a kind of like a series. Yeah, but it's more than just a, a style of like architecture or whatever. Or it's yeah. more than like a like city and and create or whatever. It's a whole nother type of Lego. Wow. So that's really cool. And those you could like drop on the floor and they wouldn't break that much. Like normal Legos, you drop on the floor and they just shatter everywhere. Okay. And then as far as like the different pieces, so I haven't done a lot of research on this, but like back in your day, like in the eighties, Legos would have been really cool. And then they like started falling and I'm not exactly sure when they started doing that. They like they started not selling as much, and they didn't have as cool sets, and they didn't appeal to adults as much. And then, like I would well, say, I don't think they appealed adults at all. Oh, nowadays, nowadays, they do. They do. no, but back back oh, in yeah. the eighties and nineties, that's what I'm saying. It's totally like it was more of a kids thing yeah. back then, and then it just kind of went downhill. And then I would say in the last twenty years, they have just exploded. They're still privately owned. They're like over really? in, uh, it's in Europe somewhere. Is the family that owns them? But they is have their just name gone. Lego? No, I don't think so. They've gone absolutely nuts in the last like twenty years. It's insane how much, how many sets they have, and like have like Legoland, and it, it's crazy. Well, and even the, the like the Lego Movie, yeah, yeah, is exactly, crazy. It's one giant advertisement mm-hmm. for Lego, mm-hmm. and people love it. People paid. I paid. I bought the movie because I love it so much. <laughs> but people pay to watch. An advertisement. <laughs> That's so true. They totally, they totally mind tricked us. That's content marketing, because the story was so good. I didn't, I didn't watch it because it was Lego. I watched it because it was funny and it was a good story. Yeah. But you're right. Like they were marketing Legos the entire time. Oh, totally. For two and hours. Every single frame can be replicated with an actual Lego set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, it was all Lego pieces. It was CGI. But still, mm-hmm. you totally could do every single frame replicated with Legos of that movie. Anyways, so you started before you even can remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, so say say I wanted to get into Legos. I've never done Legos before. I know how they work. I know how they interlock. All right, so it's pretty easy, I, I can yeah. put two pieces together. <laughs> you can put two and two together. Pretty confidently. But I just... I've never done a Lego set before. You haven't. No. You've wow. never ever. That's amazing. Even even like a twenty piece one. I might have started one or two, but I don't actually remember being given a Lego set. That is interesting. I, I I'm not a Lego fanatic like Theodore is, but growing up, that was definitely like yeah, it, like we pl- I played with Legos, like very very big part of my childhood. I might have like played with <clears throat> like. Just random pieces that we might have had laying around, but I don't remember specifically getting a box, getting it out, going through the manual, and like putting the Legos together according to the manual. Layton, it's Christmas time, and a very popular tradition is giving of gifts. If a listener would send you a Lego set, like what would like would you put it together? I would try. Yeah, you would try it. Are, I, I, are you worried I, you might not be able to? No, I. Wh- yes, <laughs> I, I'm afraid that I would just n- not take the time to put it together. So you want a small set? Yes. Well, I I, I, I don't. I want to get the dopamine rush of putting together a set without having to do like 
too much hours work. upon hours yeah. of putting this thing together. Yeah. But it makes it so much sweeter than when it takes a long time. What do you what do you enjoy the most? Do you enjoy putting the Legos together or do you enjoy like putting that last piece in and like ah, I did it. Hold on, before you answer that. I don't think a Lego set will fit in our P.O. box that we have at the post office, which is our address on our website. Uh-huh. But do you want to give out your home address so that someone could send you a Lego set? Ooh. And if you get it, if you get a set, if someone sends it, will you uh, video you putting the last piece together and post it on our Instagram? Absolutely. Okay. So where, where should someone send it if they want to? So PWI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Lego set for Leighton Yoder. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they, they know, said, I, I don't think I'm, I wouldn't be worried putting I, your address. Well, yeah, then I you do yours first. <laughs> no, I'm being dumb. Send it to six seven four two one County Road three, Wakarusa, Indiana four six five seven three. All right, there you go. I I hope we have someone send you a Lego set. We might. I could give you one. I have a bunch. Give, give the give the listeners a chance first. Okay. If no one, if you're no, right, if you don't have one, Layton's going to Florida, and if Layton doesn't have a little Lego set on his doorstep when, when I he, get home, when he gets home, if he then doesn't have, will donate it. If he doesn't have it strewn across his lawn by Crip, yeah, yeah, my dog. By the time he gets home, sorry, that's a little inside joke. <laughs> Dog, yeah, just comes bounding over and <laughs> just tears into the Legos. Uh, oh, so I'd salvage. I try to find all the pieces. Layton had a question for Theodore about when what's most satisfying. Uh, that's a really good question, and I would say probably, probably building it. But okay, it's really fun to finish it, and if it's a cool set, like I just did a grand piano, and it's cool playing with it. Like messing with it is really fun, but then like after ten minutes of messing with it, you're done, and it's yeah. kind of like sad. Like, but it's fun to show other people. Then that's totally. exciting to show. Other oh, people. so you get little mini rushes. From oh yeah, show. for oh, okay, sure. Good. Yeah, that's fun. So, but right. I would say building it is probably the most fun because it's like putting a puzzle together. Like when you're putting when you put that last piece in, yeah, that's really cool. Then it's over. The experience is over. You don't hang puzzles on the wall unless you're really old or boring. So you just destroy it then and put it back in the box. You don't do that with Legos. Yeah, putting puzzles together is a mystery to me. <laughs> like it's good it for your so mind. Much? I don't hate it, but I definitely don't get any kind of joy out of putting it together. And I have spent a little bit of time trying. Right. I I I would never put it up a, a puzzle together by myself. Oh yeah. Like, the only time that I put a puzzle together is over Thanksgiving mm-hmm. when our family's together. And I just do it to just spend some time more to to for conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really fun. I, I get the conversation part, but wouldn't it be more um, profitable to be doing something else with your with your hands and time while you're conversing with your your family members? As opposed – like what? Like just sitting there drinking coffee? No, there's got to be something something else to do that we can like you can't like playing volleyball is kind of like hard. We did play volleyball at our Thanksgiving get together, which was a lot of fun, but you can't have a conversation like you can when you're sitting around a table putting a puzzle together. I mean, I and, and maybe a game, like, maybe a game you can't really have a conversation either because you're concentrating on the game. Right. But it would just seem like there's something else you can do where you can have a conversation 
and do something else besides. See, I think it's the perfect amount of work and um, the perfect amount of like uh, difficulty so that you can still do something and have a good conversation with someone so that if like the conversation goes dead, you're not just sitting there twiddling your thumb. If you're playing a game or whatever, you're invested in the game. A puzzle, you can kind of mindlessly put it together, and that's why it's cool to spend time with people. And well, maybe Legos. What about putting Legos together and having a conversation? Yeah, but your, that's your that's own still, your own Lego Lego set. That's still a little more involved than even a puzzle. But it would be kind of the same thing. I don't know. Usually, we watch TV shows or listen to podcasts when putting Legos together. Oh, so you do put Legos together with friends? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I did in Phoenix. I put a couple sets together with my cousins. Did so you? That was fun. Did you bring them back home, or did you leave yeah, them out there? Yeah, no, I I brought them back home. All right. So, how if someone wants to get started in Lego collecting and putting together, what what are some well, tips? Well, let's you can not give? go into full blown Lego collecting. That, that, that I feel like that's that's when you go into the intermediate or expert like level when, when you're like starting to collect. When someone just wants to put just experience their, Legoing their first yes yeah for the first time, what would you recommend? Um, I would say, depending how old you are, but if you're like my age, I would put together one. Wait, of, how old is that? 23. Oh, man. I would have guessed you way older. No, I, <laughs> I don't know. People can't tell by your voice. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I sound, I think, pretty young. I don't know. Do I not? I don't know. I kind of have a baby face, so. Well, right, but we're going by voice. That's true. I have a good face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> No, I would say one of the cars, it's like a creator expert. They have a couple different cars. They have like a Mini Cooper. They have a Mustang. They have a little Fiat that they just came out with recently. Those are really cool for adults. It's not super intricate and hard. Like my uh, 14-year-old cousin could put it together. So it's not super hard. Okay. But it is really cool and satisfying. Like all the doors open. You can see the engine. And it's cool. if, If there's something moving. Yeah. I that just that just blows my mind. Like the piano, yes, that's the what piano makes that so cool. Moving, you, I, Theodore, you need to go home and and give a video tour of the room and play the piano and maybe a couple other pieces. You need to show the roller coaster. And uh, okay. the, Theodore's uh, is your Instagram public? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your Instagram handle? Bilko nine seven B I L K O nine seven. So, can you do that tonight or when should? They, yeah, when, when, when can they expect? <laughs> Yeah, I could do. Wait, you want it on my page? Well, I don't know. If it's on your story, I guess you can highlight it. Okay, I could do that, I guess. Okay. I don't like Well, it's fine. So, what? head over to Theodore. You don't like showing off your Legos? Well, it kind of part of me feels it's a little childish. So it well, a feels lot of, a little a lot bit of embarrassing. Adults, a lot of adults do it. Yeah, it is true. No, no, no. What you do is you uh you you preface it. Give it context. Okay. You make a video, and at the beginning of the video, you don't have to show yourself talking to the camera. Whatever. <laughs> I hate doing but, that. But, you know, you start out in your room, and you say, hey, the French, I was just on the French Press podcast, and they asked about the Legos, and, and the fans want to see it. Because they do. There's at least one fan that wants to see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure true. that there is. Yeah. And tag us, in it, and then we can even yeah. repost it. Okay. When you on, get that context, it's like, oh, this guy's not actually like, hey, guys, <laughs> check out my Legos. <laughs> yeah. It's the one thing that I have to show. Like, no, no, no. We, yeah. If you add context, it's not as embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> not as embarrassing. <laughs> oh my. Uh, yeah. All right. Any other questions? I don't think so. 
Any other comments, Theodore, about Legos? or? Uh, I do want to say one thing uh, in defense of buying Legos because they are really expensive. They can be really expensive. But if you buy a Lego set and you keep it in the box, it will never be worth less than you paid for it, and it will 100% be worth more in the future. 100%. 1% increase? No, more than that. But it will for sure gain value because they don't keep making Legos forever. They make them for a few years and they stop. As soon as they stop, they jump up in value. It's insane. There's this really cool website called Brick Economy that shows some Legos have gone up like 2,500% since they were made. It's wow. insane. Now, if you if you lose a piece, if you're putting pieces together and you lose one, is there like a support line you can call? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. If you get a set, sometimes the sets don't have all the pieces with them. Like some worker didn't put it in or whatever. I don't know if it's robots I'm just or envisioning there's like people on an assembly line <laughs> and they have like the bins of Legos behind them and they just have scoops like, <laughs> that should be enough. It's actually all robots. So oh. it, it isn't people. But sometimes they do get pieces lost. You can like, I don't know if it's email or call them and they'll send you like a few pieces for free. Sweet. If you can, yeah, you don't have to like prove it, but if you kind of show your set or whatever. So they're, they're pretty cool about that. They're swimming in money, so they should be. Swimming in money. Have you been to a Lego store? Oh, yeah, many okay. times. There's like three in Phoenix that we go to. Really? Mm hmm. The only Lego store that I've gone to is the one in New York City. And did it have like sculptures and stuff? It's crazy. You should definitely check it out. As impressed as you sound, I'm shocked that you've never put Legos together. <laughs> I, I honestly do respect the art of Lego putting together-ing. Legoing. Yeah. Is there Are there certain uh, breeds of Legoers that freestyle or... Uh, yes, that is something I wanted to master mention. Master Builders? Yeah, that is a TV show, isn't it? <laughs> no, actually, it's from the Lego movie. Well, no, it was a TV show oh. where they like... It was like a cooking show where you like get knocked out. Oh, it was like a Lego thing where you build this thing in a certain I never of heard of this. Oh, I was going off of the, the, the Lego movie when if you were able to freestyle and like put stuff together very quickly, oh, yeah, you yeah. were considered a master, master builder. Hmm. But anyways. Uh, you had mentioned before the podcast about how young you should start your kids. Yes. I would say almost any age as long as you can help them. But the cool thing about – like I was just helping my little nephew, Lewis. I don't know how old he is. Probably three. Four, three or four. Three or four. I mean, he couldn't do much, but he helped. I told him what pieces to put together. But I'm not super good at freestyling like that. I'm not super creative like that. It is very good for your kids to just give them like a bin of Legos and just let them create whatever they want because okay. it's really good for their creativity. Putting a set together is really good to follow instructions and, and be able to figure stuff like that out. But being able to build something out of Legos that looks like whatever you're trying to build is really cool and it's a cool talent mm -hmm. to have. Totally. Legos is like Minecraft in the real world. Exactly. I actually say the other way around is that Minecraft is like Legos, but you have endless Legos. It's like digital. Yeah. Digital Legos. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we uh, our time is up. Yeah, it's way up. And so, Leighton, <sighs> what's the point? Uh, the point is that uh, it's never too late or too early <laughs> <laughs> to send me a box of Legos. <laughs> no, to start uh, Legoing. Yeah. Don't Lego of Legos. <laughs> uh, Any other point? Uh, sandwiches are cool. <laughs> What's our word of the week? Word of the week is Lego. 